Welcome to another episode of Going Beyond the Scale. And if you guys have listened to any of our episodes or watched it, you know we are not that structured, we're not that buttoned up, and such is how life is. And I, as going into, this is the last podcast conversation for 2021, and as we're ramping up into 2022, I thought, what a great way to end the year with all the podcasts with someone that is a great friend of mine who was initially somebody that was a trainer that kicked my ass, um, and beyond, besides that, I was able to then become friends with Betty. And so today I'm very excited to have her, what I would call help all of us finish the year strong, because that's what Betty's all about, and start the year strong as well. So Betty, thanks for coming here. Thanks for being here today. My pleasure, Jay. Thank you for having me. Now, I could say who you are and what you've done and whatever. I mean, we're friends. I trained with you when Kim and I were at Biggest Loser Resort in Chicago, when they had a Biggest Loser Resort in Chicago. It was kind of a prototype. That's where I first met you. I was not only in love with the training that you did for us, but I got to be honest, the training's great. It's incredible. But it's the way in which you spoke to us, the way that you educated us, inspired us, supported us. And to me, for the people that I love to share with my audience, those are the kinds of people to me that make a difference in people's lives. Not just like, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you gotta eat this, you gotta eat that. It's really the thinking behind it. So what I'd really like to kind of do for anyone that doesn't know you, and I know there's a lot of people who are watching this today, and then when they watch a replay of it, that know you, but for the people that don't know you, just give us a little bit of a background of like who you are and kind of how you got to this place. And a little bit later, we're gonna talk about some of the programs and things you're doing, but just like, who is Betty? Like, what, who are you for people to listen to you as we go forward in this conversation? For sure. Um, Jay, thank you very much for the compliments, too. And it's, it was an honor working with um, Kim and yourself as well. Um, one of the answers to that is uh, Betty likes to talk really fast. So if you guys are watching this and you can't understand me, it's because I talk super fast. Um, but that's just what I do. But we'll, we'll make sure you guys follow it. Um, and... <laughs> How I got into training was a fluke, and I'm thankful for it every day. Um, and why I say that is because you hear so many people, like, getting up, like, oh, I have to go to work. And I get up, and I'm like, oh, I do this for a living? Like, this is awesome. Um, and I have the best clients, and the, my clients become friends, and everybody's just awesome. And it's just all – that's what I'm surrounded with every day, and that's why I'm, I'm lucky that it fell into my lap. Because fun fact, I was going to school to be a police officer – um, and now that I look back and I'm like, what were you thinking? Like I have a twin sister and she's in law enforcement and she's a, an awesome police officer. Me, there's no way. Like if they were calling me into a building with a robbery, I'd be like, Hey, you go in first and I'll follow you because I'm a security cat. <laughs> like, so I'm like, what were you thinking? Um, and so during school, um, I was on the lacrosse team and I had hired a trainer cause I was made captain the, the next year and I only ran. And so I'm like, okay, I want to go in a little bit um, stronger, not just running, you know. And so I had this trainer, and they were just doing some plyometrics with me, some single leg um, drills just to make sure, you know, a lot of single leg drills will keep you from getting injured. And after when lacrosse happened, I didn't need the trainer anymore. And one of my biggest mentors was this trainer, and his name was Cal. And he's like, hey, did you ever consider becoming a trainer? I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm still in college. No, like, mm -hmm. this is not what I'm going to um, school for because in society, right, we're, we're meant again for like, we need, we need to follow a structure when we really don't like we're, we're, we're taught that 
you go to go to high school, college, and then get your career, whatever you went to college for. But then he's what I just changed my way of thinking. So, and he had me, he helped me and I got certified as a trainer and I was training out of a gym. And then I remember sitting on the couch one day with my mom and I'm like, this is awesome, but I don't know if I can work these hours. Like it's morning, it's after, it's evening, it's not in the afternoon. Like a trainer's hours can be challenging sometimes. Mm-hmm. And here comes a commercial for Biggest Loser Resort. Um, and because I had originally started in Niagara Falls in Buffalo. Okay. And I, she's like, well, what about that? I'm like, there's, there's no way I'm going to get hired. And she's like, well, so I had emailed them. And I remember they had emailed back and said they weren't hiring. And I'm like, well, I'm going to try calling them. And I called them and the owner at the time picked them. She goes, actually, we are hiring one more. And I got the interview and then it started from there. Um, and honestly, I Biggest Loser Resorts has done so much for me. Um, not only um, as like making me realize what I want to do for a living, but has taught me so much. And that's where my career started was from Biggest Loser. That's why I figured out that, hey, um, you're not going to be a good cop. You're not running into a house if it, get, it gets burglarized. That's not what you're going to enjoy doing. But when I woke up every morning, I'm like, all right, time to go to work. That's where it all started was from that. That's interesting. I didn't realize that that was, I mean, I knew you from there, but I didn't realize that backstory to it, which is, I think that's, I think that's really important for people to hear as well, because what ends up happening when a lot of times when people are going on a well-being journey of some kind, they have this preconceived set of notions that things are linear and it has to be a particular way. And I think one of the reasons why I find you to be a very powerful trainer for people is that you literally come to a conversation with people with a blank slate. You have enough experience. You understand the whole world, like a portfolio of solutions. But what happens is you don't have the Betty plan. It's like, this is what you have to do. Like, I know you well enough. No, you did it with me. You did it with Kim. I watched you with other people. Like, literally, kind of like a doctor, you're trying to understand where their head is at, where they're thinking at that point in time. And as you know, a lot of the people that you work with, it takes them time to start to have confidence in themselves. You have it, but you have to kind of be that spot. So kind of talk to that about some of the things that you've, I mean, you've trained with a lot of people. You have a big fan base of people that love you. So what are some of the things that you've seen along that line of how people have been able to move beyond? Like we talked about the scale, we talked about like all that stuff, but what, what are some of the things that you could share that you've seen in people's transformation in being open to you? Um. You know, the the biggest thing is, and that's why I love the name is going beyond the scale because it's so much more than that. So when we start to know our clients, like you said, you can't you can maybe have plan A, but but you would have you better have plan B because plan A is not happening 98% of the time. Um, because you've created plan A, but you haven't really met the person, right? So you've got to right. be able to modify plan A by talking to the person and meeting the person. Um, and with being a trainer. It's not about strength training and building muscle and all that stuff. Yes, that's the end goal, but it's about building confidence in the person. Because if that person has confidence, then they're going to approach that move, like approach a squat with confidence, right? They're going to approach that push-up with confidence. But if they don't have confidence in themselves, then nothing else is -hmm. going to help. If you don't like yourself or the person in the mirror, you're not going to wake up and be excited to move and work out. You're going to be like, oh, look how I look, right? That's going to be the attitude. And if you're coming in with that attitude into a gym, you're not going to get anything out of it. You're going to be like, oh, this is just like a job and a chore. And it shouldn't be. It should be like, hey, I can move my body. Um, and there's this quote that I always use, and my clients always joke with me. And they're like, we know, buddy, that quote. It's 
every day you wake up is an opportunity. It's not an obligation, right? right. We're waking up, we're getting out of bed. That's an opportunity. It, it, our mindset shouldn't be, ugh, it should be, no, I can walk and I can move. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm up and I'm alive. Um, mm-hmm. So it's getting to know the person and then coming up with a plan, not coming up with a plan before you know the person. Um, it's just like when people say, okay, here's my plan. I want, I want this number on a scale. Well, if you tell me, Jay, you're coming in with a client and you're like, okay, this is what I want. I, this is my goal. This number on the scale. And that's what you're trying to get for that person. That person has not defined who they are when they're training with you, right? Like what defines Jay is not a number on a scale. What defines Jay is the personality, how you talk to someone, um, what if you're if you're kind if you're funny like that's what defines you if you're strong that number on a scale means nothing right you don't say hey i'm jay i'm 125 pounds no i'm jay and what makes jay is that person so if you don't get to know that person and you're just so focused on that number you're not going to be able to be successful with that client i'm glad you brought that up again because one of the other things that you did you're the first person that's doing this and we're going to have it after the first year one of the things I wanted to be able to do in 2022 is I wanted to have each person that I interviewed share their own particular tale of their scale. So I call it tale of your scale. And what you know and I know, and I had this as an issue as well, I did until I understood that what was coming to every training session was that identity, whatever that identity was, whether I thought I was strong, whether I thought I was fit or weak or whatever that would be, I didn't realize that I was defeating myself by coming to that without understanding that I needed to come with kind of like a blank slate. And so one of the things that we're going to have after the first year, we will be sharing with people what you had shared as the tale of your scale. And one of the things I absolutely loved, and I'm, I'm going to put this out there as a quote, we're going to do like a little Instagram thing. And it, I got to go back and look at it because we have the transcript. But basically, I loved what you said, that when people spend 90 or you know 120 or 180 whatever the amount of time is that they're doing something whatever that exercise is of the week and then they step on a scale for like two minutes they've taken like all that time that they've invested and in two minutes time they define their success based upon some freaking number on the scale and i think that's a powerful thing that i know that you definitely never you know yes you understand metrics and, and some of the, we're going to talk about a little bit at the end when you talk about when your programs but that's never the thing that's driving your conversations. And I think that's one of the things that's powerful. And the reason why I'm bringing that up now is because when we talked a few weeks ago, you said you came out of clear blue sky and talked to you a while. And you're like, I love to do a podcast with you about New Year's resolutions. And I'm like, great timing. So I want to make sure in this conversation, we don't miss that. So let's go back there a second. And so- okay. From your experience and what you believe, like what's your, what did you want to share with people about New Year's resolutions? You like them, hate them? What, what's your, what's your plan on that? Oh, you're like opening up a can of worms right now. Jane. Good. Okay. I love worm oil. Good. So I cringe around New Year's resolution time, and the only reason I cringe is because you hear diet after diet after diet. Oh, I'm starting January second. First, what's the difference between January second and right now? Nothing. It's a number, right? So why, why are you starting then? And second, what comes with the New Year's resolution is, all right, people are like, oh, I'm going to start eating clean January 2nd, so I'm going to eat whatever I want before then. You're creating a horrible habit. You're going to binge. Instead of saying, okay, it's January 2nd. I'm just going to keep eating what I want and enjoy my food and be on on 80% of the time and have what I want 20% of the time, right? 
Um, it drives me nuts with, and you'll see it in a lot of social media is all these diet things start popping up and you'll notice it's from January to February, February, they start dying off. Um, mm -hmm. but we have to ask ourselves like, and it's everybody. So if someone's listening to this podcast right now and they're like, oh yeah, like, I can't believe like I'm going on a diet every time. It's not just you. It's, it's everybody. But why do you keep going back to a diet? What are we not doing to help you with a lifestyle? Right. Um, what are we not doing as a society to make say it's okay there will be no more diets for resolutions. It's going to be a lifestyle. So when you set that resolution, let's have it be about taking time for yourself or meditation or maybe lifting heavier. Set a goal that you can physically control because you cannot physically control weight. Weight is varied by a lot of different things. It can be water. It can be sleep, right? So if you're setting a goal that you're going to um, setting yourself up almost, I hate to say, but the word like failure, because mm -hmm. what happens if you don't see that number, you're going to, you're going to give up your new year's resolution. But if you set a goal that you can physically control, like lifting heavier, or maybe getting 8,000 steps in a day or 10,000 steps in a day, or waking up with a positive quote, you control that. So you can definitely do that. Um, I just, I don't get why we keep going back to diets every new year's resolution because we, no one's sticking to them. And that's why they keep coming back. I always say, Diet is just the word die with a T on it because a diet dies off. Mm -hmm. It dies off. It's not a lifestyle. Yeah. No. I, and, you know, it's interesting. One of the things that we're going to be sharing through 2022 is kind of a principle that I still dance with back and forth. And it's the idea of a lot of times we're trying to do something going to a particular place of, of some kind. It could be a strength. It could be if it's somebody who wants to put a particular number on a scale, whether it's body composition or whatever or you think about going on a trip, it's always someplace in the future. And one of the powerful exercises that I've used in the past and do it well when I keep my head in the game is actually being that in that present moment, which would be sometimes I'll say to clients, I'll say, if I could wave a magic wand and you could in theory get to whatever that strength, fitness, vibrancy, if there was a number, if there was a body composition, if there was a certain amount of, did you want to bench press, if you know what that is, what would happen if you actually acted as if you did that now? Because I've also found that you see the same thing, Betty. What, one of the toughest things is people go through a transformation. They, quote, unquote, lose weight, if that's one of the things they want to do. They get to a place, and then, like, they don't know what to do with that, and then they go backwards. And that's, as we know, like, when you have a resolution, it's, it's the most difficult thing when you had all that success. I've found that so many people are almost afraid to do it because they like, I've always go backwards. So why am I going to do that now? So what's your, what have you experienced with that? So, and, and that's a, a good question, Jay, is it all stems back, I feel like, to that scale, right? Because once you get to that number, then you don't have a different goal. So if you're on this journey and you're setting up a number on a scale, I mean, that's your only focus. And on this journey that you've been, that you've worked so hard, you've not set up any other goals. Um, mm. So it's not going to keep you going and you need a goal to keep you going. Um, there's another, I always ask my, tell my clients, I'm like, find your why. What's your why? Like, why are you getting up and moving every day? Right. And it can be different for every single person. I mean, I've got a couple clients that are just unbelievable and their why is because they'd be breast cancer. Right. And mm. so they're up and they're moving. So that's going to keep them going. And it doesn't have to be that to that extreme. Like another why can be like, Hey, I just feel good. The endorphin rush, like sweat is medicine. Movement is medicine. And if that's what you're doing it for, then you're going to crave that all the time. Right. If you're just doing it for a number on the scale, what you, like you just said, like once you hit that number, 
why are you going to keep doing it? You hit your number yeah. and then you're not going to do it anymore. Um, yeah. So it's finding a different why besides that scale. Um, and I would say like, even when someone begins a journey, put, throw the scale away, right? Like throw it away, find a scale of physical assessment. And what I mean by that is if you would weigh in every Friday, great. Instead of weighing in every Friday, say, okay, here's my physical assessment. On every Friday, I'm going to ask myself, did I hit 10,000 steps three days a week? I did it. Awesome. I've just won my way in, right? Mm -hmm. Something that you can control that keeps you going. Mm -hmm. I love that. Now, I think, and I think that's, that's a great reason why when we started the idea of going beyond the scale, it's literally a collection of, there are people that are still wired that they want yep. a, a number on a scale. Okay. Um, that's why we started shifting into body composition because one yes. of the things like with BMI, BMI doesn't work because it's like squishes all the numbers. You don't really know what your structure is. The good part with body composition, if nothing else, what I will tell you that I have found that's been powerful because I've done about 5,000 consults using body composition. It's so interesting because when somebody weighs a number, okay, let's just look at the old analog way of looking at it. Somebody says, okay, I weigh 250 pounds and I want to lose 50 pounds. No matter what their body, what, even if they lose the 50, in their mind, they think they're overweight, they think they're not healthy, and they don't really understand that if you look at your composition, what you really want to make sure that happens, which is I know what you do with people, you want to make sure that you're protecting and building and preserving the muscle, the strength, the foundation for that. And I think that's where we get this idea of a, a, a weight number. It means something. Well, what I will tell you, as you know, it's critical that you really understand where you are with your lean muscle mass and yes, your body fat. But, it, it, but what I always do is I start with the muscle part. And that's why for you, and I know I tease you by calling you Bicep Betty. Um, and the reason why I did that was it wasn't making fun of you. It's like you're yeah. very fit, you're very strong. And in the realm of what people want, people do like and appreciate when they see definitional. It's not, it's not a body image issue. It just says that that person is looking at something that, and you look strong. You look strong and you look vital. You don't have to have as big a biceps as you have. But, but I think that there's nothing wrong with people actually assessing and seeing where they're at and being realistic. Yeah. Realistic with whatever that goal is going to be. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. Right. And um, that's where being strong is the new skinny. Right. Mm -hmm. If we can take out because you can have someone that guess what? Weighs one hundred and five pounds, but the body composition, they can have very, very low muscle and very high body fat. And I'll tell you a story about this one. So we. Um, had a client about now she's been with us for six weeks. She's awesome. Mm -hmm. And she's 105 pounds, about five, eight. She comes in, she gets on, on this new scale that we have that does uh, the body composition, everything. And she says, Oh, I don't, I'm good. Like I know what my body fat's going to be. And she's telling me what her nutrition is. And I'm like, mm, I don't know, but let's see what it, what it does. She gets on that scale. She makes me put her on three times because she doesn't believe it. And every time I'm like, this is very accurate. It comes out the same time. And so it was shocking for her because she thought because she was skinny, we, we say the skinny unhealthy, she was healthy, right? But she wasn't. Her body composition was very high um, and it was shocking to her, but that's what she needed to see in order to realize she needed a change. For her, it was vice versa, right? It's, it wasn't the number on the scale. It was that body composition that she was like, oh, she was looking at this number on the scale that she was healthy, but that number on the scale showing you, um, well, you're not like you have to look at the body composition. And so right. that was really interesting is that strong is the new skinny. And that's how, that's what we need to focus on is 
that's strong. And what you just touched on was having that muscle because not only is that muscle going to have you burn more calories, but as we get older and we lose muscle faster, we want that muscle because if we fall, we're not going to break the hip. We're going to have more functional fitness and well-being because we have that muscle built from throughout the years. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that because when I first started doing body composition, I had a trainer scream and yell at me, similar situation, because it was a client she had, and she came to me and she's like, this is impossible. This says that she has 35% body fat. And I'm like, I don't know, this doesn't make, because, because here's the point, she looked quote unquote thin, trim, fit, whatever that would be. And I know a lot of times nowadays, everybody's worried about body you know, positivity and all. I still use the word fat. I think I have a right to use the word fat because I weighed 435 pounds and was climbing. I don't use the term fat derogatory. It's that we, good, bad, or different, we have thoughts and ideas, not only in society, but I don't care who you are. If you're somebody that lived with a challenge about your weight, you still use words like that in your head. I'm not saying the right, it's, gonna, it's like a muscle. It's gonna take some time for that to happen. And what I learned was that's what they call, in this case, skinny fat. And it's exactly what you talked about before, because it's like, that's where people, when they see someone that looks quote unquote thin or trim, and you're like, they have no issue. You don't know from a composition perspective, or I've had people that you would see that person, I would see this person come in like, wow, they're really overweight. They're really big. They're, it's, you, you use the word fat, whatever you want to say. And I get them on the, on the scale and it's like, I'm shocked at their muscle. And I'm like, what did you do in high school? What did you do in college? And what happens, Betty, like what you said, and you know it from being a trainer, I'm not a trainer. I'm just a lay person that has experienced a lot of this stuff. It was like, I can say to them, I don't know if you know it or not, but you have a friggin' engine in your body mm -hmm. that is laying dormant. And if you wake that thing up and you say you want to drop some body fat, that'll work. So it's people like you, Betty, are the ones, I don't think people get it. If you exercise and, and, and get that metabolism and your muscles, cooking like the your body changes in ways that you never thought of before and that's where the old weight mentality doesn't work you've got to do the betty things of getting those muscles alive so how do you how is it you kind of do that with people or get them to to start to understand i know you have the scale the body composition scale yeah. the other stuff but but how do you kind of how are you able to get people to start to really realize that so great question because we just got the scale about six months ago so we haven't had that uh for a long time um so you try to give someone like we do a physical assessment every time we have a, a new client and it's like a minute of squats, a minute of pushups. So four different exercises. And of course, like there's different levels. We can do pushups on the wall, depending on that person. Um, and then we do that every four weeks. Right. So that's our physical assessment. That's how we see how you're changing. Um, okay. And if we can show them how they're changing physically, then that's all we really need to do. Because um, if you're changing physically, it means you're changing mentally, right? Because that means you're mm -hmm. showing up. When you show up, the endorphins are released. It's like a spiraling, right? Um, and then from there on out, we do we change up the assessments every couple of months. Like so, maybe as someone gets stronger, we'll take out squats, but we'll put back squats in, and we'll we'll figure out what their back squat number is or a dumbbell squat. So we try to physically do an assessment with them that does not involve the scale. And of course, the scale is their option. But we don't ever make someone say, hey, we want you to go up on the scale. We could care less about this. I don't care if you want to get on the scale or not. My right. concern is you're showing up and you're giving everything you have and you're happy with the physical progress you're making with the weights and the mobility and the functional fitness in the gym and in everyday life. So one of the things that was 
really important to me because what's great about doing podcasts and also having this on the YouTube channel or whatever is people can see all over the world this, they can listen to it. Um, it's, it's great for them to hear what you're sharing. But what I know, having experienced it, what I would say is to experience you where you're working with someone and they're sharing with you what they want, that's a powerful way to transform wherever they want to be within 2022. And I would also tell people that are listening to this, if you get a chance and you decide that you're going to do something with Betty, that whatever you think you are or aren't at this moment, if you allow her to be that person in what you would like to do, you're gonna you're gonna be successful. As long as as long as you show up, like what you said, as long as you show up and have the conversation with Betty and allow her to listen and to help you go forward, you will transform in ways that you never saw before. So with that being said, Betty, I would love you to share with people um, if they wanna be with you where you are and you can tell them whether they are in Florida or they want to do a virtual program with you. I really want you to be able to, before we kind of close this podcast out, I want you to share with them what is the program, where to go learn about it. And 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 the other thing is there's a you're doing things now, but throughout the year, somebody could hear this, you know, nine months from now. And so I want them to understand where no matter when they hear this, they should still reach out to you because you're it's not you're not going anywhere. You're going to be transforming people next year, the next and next and next and next. So tell us about the program that you've got in person and also virtually. Um, so we've got two programs and thank you, Jay, very much for, for that. Um, the program virtually is going to be, we are working with a counselor, Marty Edwards, which hopefully you guys will meet on another podcast. Um, yep. so it will be once every other week. We have a Zoom session if you want to do it virtually and you'll tune in. It'll be Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. We'll get the link from that. And we have, she does a special program for the mind. Um, so not for weight loss, but for the mind and how the mind controls our actions with that. Um, the second one that we have is in person. And in person is the same thing, except we have them hop on the Fit 3D uh, body scan, which is very similar to the in-body. Um, and that way we can watch the body composition with that as well. Um, and both programs, whether it be virtually or in person, you will go one-on-one with me and we'll set up um, a, a couple of meal plans that work for you. The meal plan is not going to be breakfast, lunch, and dinner is the same thing. It's going to be options because we don't want to focus on having the same thing every single day. Um, that's just not realistic for that. And then virtually, virtually, it will be a virtual grocery store tour um, or in person. I would take you to the grocery store tour and we'll go over, hey, you like this? Awesome. Let's find something else that is very similar to that. Or, hey, that's a great product. Um, let's go with that. Do you also have within the group, do you have like a private Facebook group that you have or is it only, is it one-on-one individual stuff? I'm just curious. Um, so it is, it's a Facebook group as well. So we have, it's Wellness Revolution Training is our public Facebook group. And then we have a private Wellness Revolution Training as well for a private Facebook group. And then we have Wellness Rev Training and on Instagram as well. Okay. So one of the things I would suggest, whether or not, um, you know, you are wanting to do the program or not, or you're not sure or any of that, do yourself a favor. Trust me. I know Betty well enough to know, have the conversation with her. Even if you choose that at the moment, you're, you're not ready to do it right now. It's the first step. Have the conversation. You never know. It could be like two months from now. What If you don't have that conversation, 
you're just going to let another year go by and you're not going to, you know, you know, really get what you're looking for. The other part that I did tell you, Betty, that I was going to have a surprise for you, not unlike when I trained with you and I think I know what's going to be the training. And then we get there and you come up with some crazy thing that we got to do. Like, oh, my God, Betty, what the hell is that? So I have a, um, a little surprise for you. Anyone on your program that joins your program, what I'm going to do, and they, they have to Join your program and be, you have, you, we'll figure it out, but you're going to say it's going to be X amount of time that they got to stick okay. with and do it. I'm going to give every one of those people that listens to you and Marty and does it, what I call 15 minutes of fit. It's going to be a one-on-one -on -one conversation uh, with me, with them, that is going to reinforce and support what you're up to because I'm not a trainer. I am a little bit older than you, Betty. I mean, yes. if you didn't realize I'm a little bit older. So I got a little bit more of that kind of being older experience. But in 15 minutes of time, I have had the opportunity to do some things and drop some things in with people um, where it really will help support their program. So that is free for anybody uh, once. But you're going to tell me, Betty, who those people are. So you're going to be, once again, my trainer. You're going to tell me who those people are. And you're going to let me know. And then I'm going to set up the 15 minutes to fit with them. And there's going to be 15 minutes I get. And there's a couple of the goodies that will come out of that as well. But the reason why I'm doing it, I've never done this with anybody else before. The reason why I'm doing it is because I know you. I trust you. I know exactly what you're about. And I want people, more and more people, to really get, get what they need for themselves and quit letting what they think they can't do um, go in the past because that's not what Betty's about. So anyway, that's there, Betty. You will let me know when those people are ready and, and, and I'll make that happen for you. Yeah, well. uh, that's awesome, Jay. Thank you so much. That is, that's going to be awesome for them to work with you. They're going to get an experience cool. too. Yeah. Cool. So Betty, with that being said, they know about the program. They've heard about you. I want them to be able to, um, Gloria, do we have anything there also? Oh, oh yeah, here. Also, if anybody is listening to this today, and you want to also join our Going Beyond the Scale Facebook group. We have almost 1,000 people that are in there right now um, that are participating, um, that are supporting each other, um, sharing their stories about um, the tale of their scale. And we're going to be doing that a lot in 2022, where, like what Betty's going to do, you know, in about a week or two, you're going to hear Betty's Going Beyond the Scale story, her tale of her scale, and there'll be other people. So I find that the more I can get people to share that my favorite quote is what's most secret is most common. So when you think you're the only one that binge eats, I was a big binge eater. If you think you're the only one that's a secret eater, I was a massive secret eater. Um, you're gonna find that, that the more you share with others, the things that you have as challenges, all of a sudden you're like, you don't feel like you're strange and you start to hear like, how did they do that? How did they move beyond that? And that's what I know you can learn in the Going Beyond the Scale Facebook group. I know you're going to get that from Betty's program. We don't have a program in the Going Beyond the Scale group. That's just a group of people supporting each other. But I would say reach out to Betty, learn more about that particular program. And like I said, I'll be there for the 15 minutes of fit to support anybody that's doing that, that's actually doing Betty's program as well. Free, no cost. So Betty, I'm yakking as much as you're yakking. I'm probably yakking more than you're yakking. <laughs> we like to uh, talk, Jay. We do like to talk. We like We're to burning talk. some calories. We burn I know. Calories a bit. So we're you're going to come back because we already did your going beyond the scale piece your tail of your scale we're going to do something in about two weeks with you and marty who handles the, the mindset part of it um so you're going to be back very shortly but in closing things out today you have any betty words of wisdom before we sign off um i would just say like with new year's resolutions guys coming up i can't stress like the most is 
first look at the future. Stop focusing on the past and what you can do, but what you can control in the future. And don't start with a diet mentality because that will set you up for failure. Set, start with something else um, and figure out a physical goal that you could work on, not a diet. That's great. I love it. So there you got it, guys. There's an opportunity for um, doing something, reaching out to Betty before the year starts and reaching out to Betty after the year starts. But here's what I'm telling you. Reach out to friggin' Betty. I'm telling you. She's great. Anyway, thanks a lot, Betty, for being here. And we'll have you back in a couple of weeks as well. Thanks a lot. For sure. Thank you so much, Dave. Y'all have a good one.